Welcome to the Marketing Tips for Doctors podcast, where you'll discover the secrets to attracting more patients ready to schedule their first appointments to grow your practice without spending hours and hours away from your practice or home. Hear how to boost your online presence, develop a strong rapport with each one to increase patient compliance while adding value and growing revenue. Now here's your host, Dr. Barbara Hales, America's leading medical strategist. Welcome to the newest episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors. This is your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Today, we have with us Dr. Michael Platt. Dr. Platt has been board certified in internal medicine. He is a wellness physician and is known internationally as an expert in bioidentical hormones. His two books, I have received 11 literary awards. His first book, The Miracle of Bioidentical Hormones, was the number one hormone book in Germany for 10 years, and his book, Adrenaline Dominance, is the only book ever written that explores the clinical consequences of excess adrenaline. Welcome to the show today. Well, hi there. Well, we certainly are all walking around with excess adrenaline as we're all really stressed out about COVID-19. What do doctors need to know with regard to the coronavirus and adrenaline? Well, anytime when people are under stress or, or they're, they're feeling anxiety, they, both of these things are caused by excess adrenaline. And when the body releases excess adrenaline and creates stress, the body responds to this by putting out actually another hormone called cortisol. And, you know, cortisol, you know, is known, you know, to cause weight problems and osteoporosis. But the other thing is, is that cortisol also is very damaging to the immune system, which makes it sort of important to try to control adrenaline, especially in, in this day and age with regard to the virus. Well, what are some of the conditions that patients might have indicating that they're suffering from excess adrenaline? Well, and, and, and I should tell you that doctors in general have increased adrenaline. But in, in any event, people that have excess adrenaline, they, these are the ones that have trouble sleeping. Some people toss and turn. Some people grind their teeth at night. They have TMJ. Other people, they have what was called restless leg syndrome. Uh, people get up at night to urinate. These are all symptoms of excess adrenaline. But excess adrenaline is also the underlying cause of things like ADHD. ADHD is all about adrenaline. Fibromyalgia is caused by excess adrenaline, and there are 10 million people in this country with fibromyalgia. You know, other conditions um, related to adrenaline and chronic interstitial cystitis, you know, it's the number one cause of anxiety. People that uh, have irritable bowel syndrome uh, because adrenaline as a survival hormone cuts off blood supply to the intestines and, and causes IBS. Other things, uh, PMDD which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder, is caused by excess adrenaline. People, it's, it's probably the number one cause of headaches. Uh, it's certainly the number one cause of tinnitus. And, and it starts at a young, you know, babies that have colic in babies is caused by excess adrenaline. And, and the only thing that causes bedwetting in children is excess adrenaline. You know, people with road rage, uh, you know, again, it's adrenaline. And it's probably the number one cause of weight gain because the reason why the body is releasing adrenaline is to raise sugar levels. And this goes on mostly at night while people are sleeping or trying to sleep. So well, that was interesting. I had never heard of it in relationship to colic and babies. That's a new one for me. <laughs> okay. 
you know, these are the babies that do a lot of kicking in the womb before they're born. You know, that's adrenaline also. And, you know, you may have heard of women that vomit throughout their entire pregnancy, you know, hyperemesis gravidarium. That's also caused by excess adrenaline. So it, 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 it's, it's fairly pervasive, this idea about excess adrenaline, and, and nobody ever seems to talk about it. Well, what can doctors do for themselves and their patients to reduce adrenaline? Well, you know, one of the failings that doctors realize is that, you know, doctors are not basically trained to treat the cause of illness. But, you know, because a lot of what we learn is <laughs> talk to us about drug companies. But anyway, but when it comes to adrenaline, what makes it relatively simple, there's only two reasons why the body releases excess adrenaline. You know, one is if you're in danger, you know, they call it the fight or flight hormone. But, you know, we don't live in a war zone right now. So the only other reason why the body puts out adrenaline is that it, it's released anytime the body detects that the brain is running out of fuel. Most people do not realize that the brain uses more sugar than any other part of the body for weight. And anytime you take sugar away from the brain, you know, hypoglycemia, you know, people get sleepy. And this can happen between three and four in the afternoon with insulin peaks. And a lot of people get sleepy when they're driving, which is also a low sugar. So, but anytime the body detects a drop in sugar in the brain, it just simply puts out adrenaline. You know, doctors probably remember the, you know, gluconeogenesis, uh, which is where the body converts protein into glucose. And so if you understand that the body is putting out adrenaline to provide fuel to the brain, then it's simply a matter of providing the, you know, the fuel to the brain so the body doesn't have to use adrenaline. And the only other thing that is required in order to control adrenaline is a 5% progesterone cream. The reason I say 5%, which is 50 milligrams per pump, is that that's the exact strength you need to block adrenaline. And then the two fuels that the brain uses, you know, one is glucose, and the best source of glucose for the brain comes from vegetables. And it's certainly not the only source, but why it's a good source is that vegetables don't produce a lot of insulin you know, they're low glycemic. When you give high glycemic foods like candy and soda, even though that's, they're, they're high in glucose, but they also stimulate a lot, a lot of insulin, which lowers the sugar levels and defeats the purpose. So, so vegetables are probably the best source of glucose for the brain. And then, and then ketones, which is the other fuel that the brain needs, can be derived from either coconut oil or MCT oil. And also keep in mind that the brain uses a fuel in about three hours. So, so these are the kind of fuels that have to be provided throughout the day, and especially if, they, if people have a problem with sleeping, to eat something right before they go to sleep, you know, like some leftover vegetables or something with MCT oil. And it only takes 24 hours to get a significant drop in, in adrenaline levels. For example, people with road rage can get rid of it in 24 hours. People with ADHD, believe it or not, you know, kids can get rid of it in 24 hours. And you can get rid of fibromyalgia. You, you know, all these 10 million people have been told that there's no cure for it. That's not true. Uh, you just have to treat the cause of it, which is excess adrenaline. And that goes away in about three days to three weeks. So what is your answer in reducing the adrenaline? Well, the answer is to provide the right fuel and to use, you know, progesterone cream. You know, people with a lot of adrenaline very often carry a lot of tension in the back of the neck. And this tension, this muscle tension is, is you know, what creates headaches. And this, this is there's a headache called occipital neuritis, which causes a severe excruciating headaches. And they're always mistaken for migraines. And what's interesting, they're more common 
they're migraine headaches, but nobody ever talks about these headaches. The, you know, they're all put under that general heading of, of migraine headaches, but occipital neuritis headaches are really easy to get rid of. You know, you just put some progestin cream on the back of the neck and also ring in the ears, tinnitus. Again, the back of the neck is a real good place to put progestin cream, you know, the 5%. Does that work for men as well as women? You know, what's interesting is that most doctors think that progesterone is a woman's hormone, and they don't realize that men and women have the identical hormones, different levels, but exactly the same hormones. Men stop making progesterone right around the age of 50, and you're probably aware that's when men start putting on weight around the middle and they start getting prostate cancer because they no longer have progesterone to protect them from estrogen. So, yeah, so men, so men and women, same thing. And it's an extremely safe hormone to, to you know, use it in babies. And keep in mind that when, when the fetus is in the womb, it gets exposed to incredibly high levels of progesterone. So you, you can't hurt babies or children with progesterone, you know. So I just want to let you know that. Is there any adverse reaction to the progesterone cream, or do we have to worry about having a hyperplasia of the uterus with progesterone cream being given on a regular basis? Well, actually, the hyperplasia is mostly caused by estrogen, and progesterone would prevent that. But there's only one downside to using progesterone cream, and um, in certain individuals, it can actually increase adrenaline levels. And you may be familiar with the term called type 3 diabetes, which is insulin resistance in the brain. And a lot of people equate type 3 diabetes with Alzheimer's disease because it's probably the number one cause of Alzheimer's. But they don't have a test for it. But however, if people have type 3 diabetes, insulin resistance in the brain, and they use progesterone, within minutes, they'll, all of a sudden, they'll start feeling a lot more symptoms related to excess adrenaline. So this is really a test for type 3 diabetes. Uh, even though they don't have one, but, they, but it really, this can be considered a test for it. But once people know, you know, because what happens is one of the benefits of progesterone is that it does increase insulin resistance. And this is what prevents people from getting sleepy when they're driving or sleepy in the afternoon. But like I say, if they already have some insulin resistance and they use um, progesterone, it increases the insulin resistance and causes more of a release of adrenaline to try to get glucose into the brain cells. But if you have somebody who reacts like that, if you know that they might have type 3 diabetes, well, the whole thing about Alzheimer's, it's a disease of prevention. And so, you know, you start these people on MCT oil, which can actually reverse Alzheimer's to begin with. But so I'm just saying there are things that can be done and, you know, something like berberine, which is great for insulin resistance and so there are things that can be done. But that's the only downside of use of progesterone, and it's, it's, a, it's a rare downside. Otherwise, there's no downside to it. You can't overdose on it. Can you tell our listeners what NCT stands for? Well, it stands for medium-chain triglycerides, MCT, and you get it in any health food store or off the Internet. Uh, people may have heard of Bulletproof Coffee. You know, Bulletproof Coffee is coffee with MCT oil in it. Some people even put in a tablespoon of butter. Great for the brain, <laughs> you know, that bulletproof coffee. But anyway. Well, that's so, interesting. Does it change the taste of coffee? Actually, MCT oil is, uh, has no taste to it. It's derived from coconut oil. You can also put coconut oil into coffee. And, and coconut oil is, is it's great for cooking. It's a great cooking oil. You know, like an ideal breakfast for people that have a lot of adrenaline would be something like scrambled eggs cooked in coconut oil and put on a bed of spinach. I mean, that's like 
ideal breakfast. Uh, sweet potatoes, which are the only potato that's allowed when you have problems with increased adrenaline. Yeah, sweet potatoes that are sliced up and fried in coconut oil is a great side dish. And that's also something that people can eat, you know, before going to sleep. So if people are interested in any of this, uh, my book, Adrenaline Dominance, they can get it on Amazon or from my website. It goes into a lot of this information. Well, I'm sure that a lot of what you've told us today will be news to most people. I don't think that a lot of people have really been schooled in the relationship between progesterone and adrenaline before. So for all those people that would like to learn more about it, please get Adrenaline Dominance by Dr. Platt. You can get it at Amazon.com or on the website Platt, P-L-A-T-T, wellness.com. Thank you so much for sharing the time with us today and being on the program. It's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me. This has been an episode of Marketing Tips for Doctors with your host, Dr. Barbara Hales. Until next time. Thanks for listening to Marketing Tips for Doctors. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Press the subscribe button so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about the show. Join us on marketingtipsfordoctors.com for replays and more resources to help grow your practice, strengthen your brand, and dominate your field. Remember, you are one tweet from greatness. Greatness.